Bless My Soul, A Good Omen's Portrait, written by Matt Rabbit Girl and read by Job. This is part six of the Slice of Love series. Summary A cranky Crowley listens to a Xerophile describe a chance encounter with the king during a horrible snowstorm at the Curl Up and Pie Diner. Angel, what's that? Aziraphale was standing behind the counter at the curl-up and pie, already pouring a cup of coffee for Crowley. The night was wretchedly cold, and there was mounds and mounds of snow outside, but that hadn't stopped his favorite serpent-smuggling lunatic from appearing at the diner door at about half four in the morning. He pushed a thick ceramic diner mug towards his friend, and followed the knobbly long line of Crowley's finger to where it was placed on the open menu. He was pointing to an item labeled the King, and it consisted of bread, bacon, peanut butter, and bananas. He wasn't used to Crowley even considering food, with the exception of black coffee, unless he browbeat the ginger man into it, and this certainly didn't seem like the type of thing Crowley would ask for. Aziraphale pursed his lips. It should be quite obvious, my dear. It is one of the sandwiches we offer here. Crowley's lips twitched into a sneer. Yeah, thanks. I can see that. Aziraphale knew Crowley detested the cold, and really... Wasn't dressed appropriately. His boots were probably not warm enough, and that tight black coat he liked to wear barely had a lining. Aziraphale had tossed and tutted over him when he came in. He'd been nearly frozen, but Crowley had only shrugged him off before sliding onto one of the round stools at the counter. Crowley's mood had Aziraphale once again wondering what it was exactly. The man did for a living that kept him up at such odd hours and involved wrangling a giant snake from time to time. Though they had been fraternizing for a little while now, there was still so much they didn't know about each other. Crowley tapped his chipped black painted nail on the menu again. I know it's a diner and all, but this seems like a crime against food. And a bit American in it. Aziraphale nodded as he considered. Well, yes, but the gentleman who came up with it was American. Um, I believe his name was Mr. King. Crowley pressed his lips together in a thin line. Mr. King. Yes, I believe that's what he said his name was. Crowley snorted and did that thing with his mouth, the thing where it hung open slightly, and Xerophil knew if he could see Crowley's eyes, the expression in them would be somewhat sardonic. It was quite handsome, but also irritating. It made Xerophil feel just a bit as though he were being mocked. Some bloke came in here and told you his name was Mr. King and then taught you to make the sandwich. Yes, Aziraphale said insistently. 
he folded his hands and let them rest on the counter while he recalled the night in question it was some time ago just after i started i remember it was raining quite heavily that night and this nice gentleman came in he was american although his voice was so soft and kind-sounding nothing like my ex-boyfriend but we haven't really spoken about him well he was american too but he was quite loud and bossy anyway newt wasn't able to come in that night so i was alone with shadwell and he was rather incapacitated he was blitzed as usual Rowley suggested waggling his eyebrows Zerophy pursed his lips and looked down his nose at his friend, making his distaste known. That's certainly one way of putting it. He did try not to sound so prim, but how could he not when Crowley was being coarse? I complimented Mr. King on his accent, and he asked if he had any peanut butter. He said he'd been travelling with some foreigners and they had dropped him off for a bite to eat but that he wasn't bent to be on this side i asked what he meant but he couldn't clarify Crowley glanced from side to side and it seemed he was checking to make sure no one was close enough to notice his eyes before sliding his glasses down his nose so he could peer up at a xerophile without anything blocking his view angel can you describe this guy to me oh um i know that i'm not someone who should criticize anyone's shape aziraphale said letting his voice drop a little lower so he wouldn't be overheard but he was a rather portly gentleman and such lovely black hair it was almost shiny and brushed back from his face <coughs> come off it crowley said snorting through his nose before he slid his glasses back up on his face you mean to tell me some greasy fat man with black hair came in here called himself a king and asked for the sandwich and you just blithely added it to the menu well we don't add all customer requests to the menu but i did make that particular sandwich for him which i have to say was strange at the time because i don't recall us ever offering peanut butter until that very night he was so sweet to speak to however and he knew an awful lot about bebop aziraphale said with a sweet sigh Crowley's lips pressed together disprovingly you've complimented this elvis impersonator an awful lot Crowley remarked it sounded like he was trying to be casual about it but from the tense way his arms were crossed aziraphale gathered what he was really after oh my dear you know you're my favorite customer aziraphale said and he made sure to bat his eyelashes at his friend this man was just travelling through and i made him a little snack for the road it's nothing to be jealous over jealous 
I'm not jealous over an Elvis impersonator, Crowley mumbled, but he looked away and wouldn't meet Aziraphale's gaze. I'm sorry, uh, who what? Crowley's face swept forward. You know, Elvis, the king of rock and roll. You have a bloody sandwich on your menu named after him. You have a jukebox. Angel, are you serious right now? Oh, well, I hardly pay attention to the music, Crowley. I'm here to work, after all. Aziraphale sniffed. Will you be ordering any food tonight, or are you just going to continue to criticize my lack of knowledge about bebop? Crowley's long body sat back, or as far back as a stool with no support would allow, and he stared at Aziraphale for another long moment. Then he swirled on the stool and hopped down. Yeah, give me one of those sandwiches. Bloody heart attack on a bread, that is, but we'll see if it's any good. Aziraphale was pleased to put the order in, although he trended to still be annoyed. It was not often that Crowley ordered, and Aziraphale did worry about him constantly. Out of the corner of his eye, he couldn't help but watch Crowley sauntering form as he slithered up to the jukebox to press a few buttons and request a song. Aziraphale loved looking at those wiggling hips, which were encased in the tightest black jeans known to mankind. Angel, come dance with me, Crowley called back. In a moment, dear, Aziraphale called, and perhaps in a moment he would. He did love the idea of dancing, but for the moment he was enjoying his view. Crowley was twisting his heels back and forth to the song that was playing, and it caused his hips to shimmy even more than usual. He'd popped the collar of his black coat up so that it framed his cheekbones and his hair flopped down over his forehead. What happened to the American? You keep in touch with him? Crowley asked while he flamed around the diner and tuned to the music. Aziraphale smiled and shook his head. Uh, no. When he was through with his sandwich, he said his ride was here. I swear I only looked away for a moment and he was gone, Aziraphale said with a shrug. He heard Shadwell give an abrupt shout and he straightened. Oh, excuse me for a moment, Crowley. Aziraphale bustled back into the kitchen leaving his friend dancing alone to All Shook Up by Elvis Presley. As the song started to end, Crowley sauntered over to the jukebox to select another one, perhaps Blue Christmas, since it was near the holidays and the weather was so shite. He glanced out of the diner window at the heavy snow. It was coming down so hard there seemed to be some kind of greenish glow reflected in the clouds. He heard the bells over the door chime as someone walked in, but he wasn't through making a selection yet. View this weather, an American-sounding voice said at the door to the diner close behind them.
It's got me all shook up. The end.